We learned last week a tire from Lukatam Iran. That the Yisod of Chasidus is Asher Sham HaElokim. Began with the began with the with the story of the Beis Yisrael and Naftali Lau and the and the smoke that was rising from the crematoria. And is God there? And the answer, of course, of Chasidus is Kisham HaElokim. But we need to understand what that means. If you go to another, let's go to a much more pleasant picture. We we'll get far, far away from from Poland and from the and from that smoke of uh, that that was coming and rising from the from the fires of uh, of that Gehenna. And we imagine we imagine um, a bunch of Jews sitting around having a tikkun after after davening. That means traditionally, let's say, there's a little, nothing nothing elaborate, not, not like maybe nowadays is much fancier, but the way that I grew up and many of you also grew up is there's a little bit of herring and some ekechel, and of course there was some brafman, some, some schnapps, and one of the chevres is a little bit of a lamdan, an amkin, is a deeper person, and they're sitting there, they're enjoying the tikkun, somebody asks, who's your side is it? Shom Shavon Aliyah, they make a lechai, and one of them is a little bit more of a bal machshava. And Ruvain asks Shimon, he says, "Isn't it true that we always heard leis also ponumine that there is no place without God? There is no place without Hashem. Leis also ponumine is a and that a kashbaruch who we learned the the side of all chasidus is that Hashem is memali kol am, and that our relationship with Hashem is a relationship." Of Mamalikalam that Hashem fills all worlds, of course he surrounds all worlds. But the but the avoda of the Chassid is to be focused on the reality that everything is Elokus, that Hashem fills all worlds. So Ruven asks Shimon by the Tikkun on a Tuesday morning when they're about to go to work and they're having a little bit of a, uh, to eat and to drink. Is Hashem is Hashem filling this 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 little glazel or this little glass of schnapps? Is Hashem in the in the schnapps? Is Hashem in the glass? Do we say Hashem Shamer Lokim in this as well? What does that mean? In the Baal Shem Tov Hakadosh, the Baal Shem Tov Hakadosh began this journey with us. He took us on a wagon on the side of the wagon. It says <laughs> there are psukim written all over the wagon of 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 Atamachayis Kulam Leis Also Ponumine. And me sorry, Echze Eloika and Hashem, I grasp you with my flesh and Ein Oid Milvado. And and the Balshamtov Akadish is not telling us that we should imagine in this glass of schnapps by the Tikkun that that there's a, a an old man sitting on a white chair between the molecules of the of the schnapps that God is sitting somehow in the molecules of the uh, there's a Kelrachel Machanan sitting by the by the schnapps. But the Balshamtov Akadish is telling us is that Every single thing in our lives, there's a journey. The journey begins with the mitzvahs that we see in front of us. In this case, of the tikkun with the schnapps and the herring, and what the physical eyes see, and then the Jew remembers what it says in the pasuk: to lift your eyes up, and to remember to see who created all of this. This far, I'm saying, means 
that a Jew has to have himmeldige oigen, se'umerayim to lift up your eyes, that the eyes should be able to see the true reality, to be able to see mipsar echza to see elokus, to see how Kaddish Baruch Hu, doesn't mean a little old man or a big old man sitting inside the glass, but mipsar echza that every, everything in life begins with that physical object that's in front of you, and the journey should end and must end. This, the whole Torah of the Baal Shem must end with Hashem HaElokim, that Hashem is here as well. From, the, from this glass of, uh, of Elochaim to the smoke, to the smoke in, in Buchem Waldon Auschwitz, Hashem HaShem HaElokim. Now you have the page that I gave you last time, you still have it on the other side of the Kutamaran. I'm not going to do that right now because I, I saw this this morning, this Torah this morning, just this morning, and I and I and I said it's it's Bashet and I wanted to do you as an example of a Torah from our times, which brings out in the clearest way in our parasha, which brings out in the clearest way this Nakura that we're talking about, but hold on to the other page. We'll get back to the Rebbe Bunu Pshischa. <clears throat> next week. The, 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 the reason that I was so excited about this is, and I, and I was looking at it early this morning, is because this Sefer, Divrei Shlomo, that was just sent to me two days ago, is uh, that they're gathering together, putting together the Torahs of the Babaver, Rabbi Shlomo and Rabbi Shlomo Babaver, who I was like to see many times, Tzadik is the Olam of our generation, and uh, this is called Divrei Shlomo, and this, this Sefer is... 405 pages, which is just from Bereshit to Chayzar. So they're working on the Tyrus of the Baba Rabbi. And I wanted to do this with you. I just looked at it this morning. I said, okay, it's Bashir. Let, let's do this Tyrus. So this is Majul went through the fire in this month. And, and he's, explaining, he's explaining the famous Madrash that's brought down in our parasha. Look inside on the uh, where it says on the on the bottom right side where he, you see where it says Ba'ofen Acher. Right, there are two sides to the page where it says Ba'ofen Acher, on the bottom right side. Ba'ofen Acher is the first Kavanas Hamedrash. Now, so the pasuk says Leich Lo Chami Arts Chami Ladech Hashem is Bar Tells Avram Avinu to go, to leave his his home, to leave his country, and so on. This is the first thing that the Bayerlam ever said to anybody, meaning he spoke to Adam and but anyway ever said to to that Yesod of Am Yisrael about to Avram Avinu is the first mitzvah that Hashem has said, the first thing that Hashem told Avram Avinu. And the Medrash says, Moshal Echad Sheha Ivan Makam Lamakam. The the, the Medrash brings a famous marshal that Mitzham will talk more about on Shabbos. But everybody knows the marshal. That there was a person who was going to Makalamakam. There was a person who was over in Makalamakam. He's uh, dragging around. He's going from one place to another. The raw Bira Achas Delekis. And he saw that there was a castle, a palace that was Delekis, that was lit up, that was shining. There was a light coming from a, from a certain beautiful place, a palace. Bira Achas Delekis. Omar. And he said, And he said, could it be that this beer at this place is Blomanhig? There's nobody that's in control over here. It's Blomanhig. This just happened on its own. This beer this, is Blomanhig. There's no Manhig. There's no leader. There's no one in charge. There's no Balabas. There's no one in control. Hits it to love Balabira. So the Balabira gazed upon him. 
the owner of the of the castle gazed upon him, and Umbalam he said, Anihu Balhabir. I am the Balhabir. So Avinu was studying the world. Avinu, the Rabbam calls him a great philosopher, a very deep thinker. And Avinu was looking at the world. Could it be that this bira, this this palace, this place doesn't have a manhi? There's no manhi. There's no one in charge. There's no there's no one running the place. He says to Hashem gazed upon him. I am the Bal Ha'olam. And the Rebbe in earlier Tyrus was talking about why is this Moshe using Bira Delekis. Delekis can mean that, it, that there's a light that's shining, it's very bright. It could also mean that it's on fire. Delekis could also mean that it's burning, it's on fire. And the Rebbe in earlier Tyrus that are in this beautiful cipher was talking about the Bira Delekis, a world that's on fire. And there he was talking about the, the chimneys in the crematorium. He even mentioned uh, or alluded to that. The Bira Delekis, that this world is a world that seems to be a place that's on fire. Without, without anybody in control, is there any, is there any hashgacha over this world? And Hashem says, any Olam. And the Rebbe says that we were talking earlier about why the Medrash uses the term Bira Dolekes, the Yosahai Lomar Bira Meira. It would have been much nicer to say a Bira that is Meira, that is shining with light, not Dolekes. Not that's on fire. The Yivu Al Pidira Balsham Tevschuski Alainu, Alaposik, so this is a classic teaching of the Balsham. On the post, Kihine Oivecha Hashem, Kihine Oivecha Yovedu. But behold, Hashem's enemies, Hashem's enemies, Yovedu, will be destroyed. V'yesh l'adaktik b'kev l'aloshen. And the Balsham Tov asked, why does it say twice? Kihine Oivecha Hashem, Kihine Oivecha Yovedu. Why does it say twice? Your enemies, your enemies will be destroyed. Will be in the Balsham Tov explained. Hashem created a world that's filled with all kinds of pleasures, all kinds of delicacies, and physical things. There's no end. It's a world. That could pull a person away from what he's supposed to be doing and thinking about L'chayya pali. L'chayya is a wonder. L'tzarach mi bara l'kim kol eila. For what purpose, for whose sake did Hashem create <coughs> such a world? With all of these millions and billions of things. Shem nach l'sar yishoyim v'bali taiva, the Hashem said that the yishoyim and the bali taiva, the drowning, you know, whatever, in sushi and steaks, what the Barishla made such a, a world? And they fill their bellies and they rebel against Hashem. 
The Pasuk says, that everything that Hashem created is is for His sake. And everything is to reveal His glory. So what Kovach comes out from all this stuff? It's true that a person can indulge in this world and use this world in order to rebel against God, to go against God. As it says in the Pasuk, the sinners take everything and they use it as a way to fail, to fall, to, to rebel. On them, however, Zerach Bektani Hadas, that only happens to those of small understanding of Ketani Hadas. Our Tzadikim, the Pasuk says, Yelchubam, Poishim Yikoshlubam. But Tzadikim Yelchubam, the very same reality that brings to the downfall of the Russia. For the tzaddik is tzaddik yelchubam lavadis Hashem ludovkabos, is a means of the tzaddik becoming dovuk Hashem, attaching himself to Hashem. Isha nilva virei Hashem, because a person who's a heart person, who's filled with heart, and a person who is motivated, and thinks, and is and virei Hashem and God-fearing, kashabolli yodo ezatan gashmis, when there's some tonic of this world, some physical pleasure of this world, a taivagashmis, who nois nalibo, who misboinen heitev, he thinks, me ayin bo hatam varech hatoiva hamosik b'maichel hazeva chadaima. From where did the, from where did the pleasant, the good smell and the and and the sweet taste of this food, where did it come from? Umi barakol eilon, who created this? Ela kadosh baruch hu hamahavis adaver, Hashem. Not only created it, but Hashem's Baruch gives its, 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 its existence to it right now. He gives Chiyas life to this, to this um, piece of food or whatever it is. And you give life to all that exists. Therefore it can't be that this thing this thing which contains within it, which hides within it, his great and holy name. It can't be who I can't allow this to cause me to sin and to rebel against him. Because Hashem created everything in order to reveal his covenant and to serve him. To do his will. And therefore it must be that this pleasure that I'm having right now in Hashem's world, it must be that the tachlis is that I, I bring this too into the service of God. That I use this as well to serve Hashem. To repair, to mend, to bring this piece of the world also to its shurish, to its root, which is me Bara'el who created this. Turn the page over. If a person thinks carefully, if he thinks about this. The Shabbat is a At the moment that there's a taiva, that there's a desire, that there's something in this world that he desires. And he thinks, that this is from Hashem, 
the tachlis biyoso and the tachlis of his creation of his existence. Hurak laman rebais kvoid kvoid is only for the purpose of increasing and revealing Hashem's covet in the world. Then the physical taiva, the raw, the raw physical taiva, is nisbat lagamri. Tisbatl mimenat taiva lagamri. But leovali they mikshal oven, he won't sin. And that is the meaning of the pasuk. The Baal Shem Tov teaches ki hinei oivecha Hashem. Hinei oivecha Hashem. Hashem's enemies. Hine oivecha Hashem. So a person is looking at this piece of food, or whatever that tanuk, that pleasure is that he's about to enjoy in this world that Hashem made. And when he first looks at it, he sees oivecha Hashem, that this is God's enemy. In other words, that this, that this physical pleasure is going to is going to cause me, on some level, to turn against Hashem. So this, this, this piece of food, or this whatever this pleasure is of the world, initially appears to be Ayvech Hashem. It appears to be Hashem's enemy. The world, the world itself, appears to be Ayvech Hashem, Hashem's enemy. An enemy because it could potentially bring me down, draw me away cause me to forget, cause me to get lost and more distance from him. So initially, I'm challenged by that appearance of reality as Hashem, as an enemy to God. That this pleasure, this piece of food, or whatever the pleasure is, is in- including the, the, the egg kichel, the herring, and the glass of schnapps. I remember when Remember, they used to, in the television shows, when the guy would walk into the bar, they would always ask, what's your pleasure? What's your pleasure? So that pleasure initially strikes the person as, this is, this is God's enemy. And, of course, many, many drushes and many swarm are bashing the world as God's enemy. And therefore, one has to withdraw from the world and run away from the world, because the world is God's enemy. And if we're going to work, work is work is is a curse. Work is God's enemy. The world is God's enemy because it's threatening me, it's scaring me, it's seducing me, and drawing me further and further away from God. So it's God's enemy. But the Baal Shem Tov teaches. But if a person doesn't stop there and he thinks deeply that what that a Kadosh Baruch Hu himself dwells within, fills all of the pleasures of this world just as he fills the smoke coming out of the chimney in the concentration camp. That initially seem to be the enemy of a person who's an Eved Hashem. 
Because if if one stops there, the enemy of Hashem can bring a person to be against Hashem, can take the person further away to rebel against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But if a person remembers Hashem, the Balsham that really the Ayvecha is Hashem, what appears to be the enemy, in truth, contains within it Elokus, is all Elokus, it's all God. And a person thinks, Mi bara el, who created this? And he closes his eyes and he makes a bracha the way that a person should make a bracha. And he could still enjoy the, the herring and the schnapps. But he remembers, he remembers that it's Hashem. The enemy, your enemy is really Hashem. It's not. Then in a split second, what appeared to be the enemy disappears. It's gone. It's no longer your enemy. The world is no longer your enemy. The world is no longer out to destroy you, to get you. Perush kol hatayvis. Then all of the uh, of the of the base and ugly <coughs> physical tayvis. You betalin mivutalin ukaoshan yichla. Will be betalin mivutalin like the chametz that goes up in the smoke. Ukaoshan like the smoke will will dissipate, will disappear. That's what the Baal Shem Tov taught. It's the famous teaching of the Baal Shem. That teaching contains all that we're talking about. So then the Baba Rebbe goes on and says the following. My grandfather, Mitzans. The sons hereof, the Devichaim. Kosov, Besefa, Kodesh Devichaim. The first Apostle Canal. So the Divichaim explains the Posik. The first thing that Hashem said to Avram Avinu. All the years that Avram Avinu was thinking and trying to figure things out, and Hashem tells him, the first thing he says is not Shalom Aleichem, Shkoyach. He says, To leave. And to go, To the land that I will show you. So Divichaim says, Ki bedchila, because in the beginning, kashihikir Avram is bara. There's a difference of opinion. When did Avram Avinu first realize that there was a God? Was he three? Was he forty? There are different views. But bedchila kashihikir Avram is bara. But in the beginning, when Avram Avinu recognized, when he came to the conclusion that there's a bara, that there's a creator. <laughs> Avram Avinu distanced himself from all of the pleasures of the world. He ran away from the world. He withdrew. He recoiled from the world. Because he thought, It's impossible to be attached to Hashem if you're busy with physical things, physical things of this world, 
He was raised in the, in the home of Terach. Because in the house of Terach, Artsius' physical, physical life was was conducted in the lowest and most disgusting way. It's a place of Oivecha that was rebelling against the Creator. And it's a place betachlis ashiflis. Sheishtam shu bedvarm artsiyam, where physical things, all of mankind at that time, was using physical things, dvarm artsiyam, rakla milui taiva bulvad, just to satisfy their own physical desires, for purely physical purposes. Vla ola al daitayim, and therefore, all he saw everywhere he looked was that the world was God's enemy. This creator that he came to believe in. This mysterious, hidden, spiritual creator that he came to believe in was the opposite of the world, was at odds with the world, and the world was his enemy. So not only did Avram Avinu smash the idols in his father's house, but essentially he was smashing the entire world. Because to him the world was an enemy, it was a threat. There was no Kedusha in the physical world. The physical world was a, ch- was a challenge, was challenging God, was opposed to God, was an enemy of God. Because the physical world, the way that he saw the physical world being used and what the physical world was about <coughs> was the opposite of holiness. <laughs> so Hashem tells Avram Avinu so you see that in Hasidus this is the beginning. This is Lech Lecha. It's the first thing that Hashem said to us. Go away from the sensuality, the physicality, that way of touching up the world, of interpreting creation, of seeing everything as being pure artsius, of being empty of Hashem. Go away from that way of understanding creation, of seeing the world. That you saw in your father's house, where you have a person in that way, there's a person that when he goes into shul, so when he's in shul, he's davening, that's a, that's a spiritual experience. And then from shul, he goes straight into, he goes diving straight into his, into the into the into the herring and the and the ekechel uh, and the schnapps, and that's a physical existence. So they're two different, they're two different worlds. There's the there's the spiritual non-physical world of God, and then there's the physical world that I that I enjoy. And these two are separate worlds. That's the interpretation of life that prevailed until the Baal Shem Tov came. 
that way of seeing the world. So Hashem tells Avram Avinu, Go away from this this interpretation of Artsius, of the world of Artsicha, that you that you learned in your father's house. Shasham, there in your father's house, In your father's house, Gashmius is is seen as something which is low and which is the way it's shofel v'nivza, disgusting. I want you to go to something new, to a new way of thinking, a new way of living. It's called El Ha'aras Asher Araka, to the way of life, to the land, to a way of seeing the earth, that I will show you. El Ha'aras Asher Araka. I will show you another way of seeing the earth. El Ha'aras Asher Araka. To the way of seeing the world. I'll show you a different way to look at the world. Shetizke Lasek Binyani Arzius L'Shem Shemayim. We're, what see, we're in your father's house, it's Oyvecha. The world is God's enemy. And your enemy, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to bring you down. But the truth is, it's, it's Hashem. And Shetiz Galasak Binyani Arzius L'Shem Shemaim, I will teach you how to live in this world and to be involved with physical things in this world. But L'Shem Shemaim. And that's what Chazal mean when they tell us that, that because you see that Avraham Avinu called Hashem Kone Shemayim Varus and Himlech until Avraham Avinu Hashem was in heaven, Hashem was in heaven, and then and then Avraham Avinu brought Hashem down to the world, and that's why Bihi Baram in Bereish is the letters Avraham, that Hashem brought God down into the world. Himlech that He made Hashem Adon, and Avraham Avinu was the first one to speak of Hashem in such a way that He's the Adon Olam. That he's the master of the world, of the world. Not that he's out there someplace, but that Hashem is Kainei Shamayim Va'aris. Kainei Shamayim Va'aris. Shetizke Lasek Binyani Artsius L'Shem Shamayim. It's a completely revolutionary way of thinking, of looking at the world. That's what Avraham Avinu began, that revolution. The Balshamtav just picked up on that revolution. That's the beginning of Yiddishkeit. He picked up on that. Because over the years, heaven and earth were becoming separated. They were drifting apart, heaven and earth. And the Indian of Al-Shanta was to come back to Avraham Avinu, to bring heaven and earth back together. It's the tachas of creation. Al-Dar Shapir Shbisef HaKadosh Ar-Hameyer Mad-Isa B'Gmar the Gemara says that Eretz Yisrael is higher than all of the other places in the world. Which everybody understood. That it's not talking about on, on a map or something in geography. That Eretz Yisrael is higher. It's the highest point of the world. The Eretz Yisrael. The Eretz, the, the earth of Yisrael of a Jew. The Eretz, the earth of a Jew, is Gavo Mikal Haratzis. It soars above. It's higher. V'romam and Haratzis It's higher than the way that the world looks at the earth. Eretz, the Eretz, the earth of Yisrael, of a Yid, of a Jew, is Gavo, is higher. Mikal Haratzis than all of the Eretzis. <coughs> The way that the world looks at at is, at physical matter, 
Shein oiskim betanugim medvarim artsiyim, because the children of Avram Avinu were taught not to use the tanugim of this world medvarim artsiyim and things of things that are artsiyim that are physical. Lamalois tavis libam, just to just to indulge in 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 pleasure. It's like all of the nations of the world. But rather, for a higher purpose. That's why it says twice. So the Rabbi says, and now... Now we can understand the Medrash on the parasha. The Rav Avinu can be compared to a person who is over mimakim l'makim. Who is over mimakim l'makim. Who is going from one place to another. And then Mefar Shem asked, why does it have to say that he's over Mokam Mokam? What was the difference where he was? But Moshele Echad Sheya over Mokam Mokam, Bira Achas. And he saw this Bira, this palace, this castle, whatever it is, this, this city, he saw. Raimez al Olam Hazah. Clearly, the Bira Achas is a hint, Olam Hazah, of this world. Shumale Tanugim Gashmian. The world is very inviting. It's filled with Tanugim Gashmian, with all kinds of pleasures. With all kinds of Tanugim. Kamobira, Vaarmon, Ubayas, castles and palaces and homes. Mole Kaltov. Filled with all kinds of good things. It's a castle. It's a palace. There's a lot of stuff. The Roas Habira Dolekis. But he saw that this world is on fire. Meaning, Hainu, Shabo Eris Beish Chamimus Vitaivis Yet Saharat. That the world, this Bira, is on fire, meaning it ignites fires of passion, of physical passion, of the Taivis of the Yet Sahara. It's on fire. And a fire that is destroying and eating up the world, that's indulging in these passions and these desires. Shabbaras beish chamimus v'tayvus yetsar hamayshech es adam lehisanik b'tanugam. Again, Hashem is not telling us not to not to enjoy the world, but the world is burning and setting on fire. Those who have forgotten the Creator. Those who don't think of the Creator. It's a bira delekis. A bira delekis. Hamayshech esa'odam lis'anig b'tanugam. That could cause a person to become distracted and get lost in these tanugam, these pleasures. Vayideizeh meviyo la'avar espi Hashem. And in that way of looking at the world as a bira delekis, it can destroy a person. 
it could cause a person to forget HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to go against the Torah, to go against Hashem's will, to use the world as a tool of rebelling against God, of ignoring God, of indulging in Himself, <coughs> of sinking deeper and deeper into the Bira Delekas that He sees with His eyes. Because that's the world that Avraham Avinu came from. That was the house of Terah. That was the palace that he grew up in. Therefore, he was, he was wondering. He was, he was wondering. And he was asking. He was trying to understand. Could it be that that could it be that this this world and everything that's in it, this bira, is that what it's about? Why did God create such a place that's setting so many fires, that creates these that creates that generates such fire and passion, that that takes the world further and further away from Him? Could it be that could it be that this is all God's enemy? That God created a world that's His enemy, and it's boy manhig. Could it be that this that this glass of schnapps doesn't have God? Because, because let's face it, those the glasses have schnapps. They grew over the years. You go to Chasnas now, you see Bochum walking around with not little glasses. You see him walking around with glasses. A glasses is something, you know. Jews for a long time have a little glasses. That's a little thing, little schnapps, and they have one. That's not. That's not going to destroy anybody, Glesla. I think the doctors say it's good for you. That's one of the favorite things that alcoholics like to say. Whenever, I, whenever like, uh, I'm dealing with a situation with a guy that's, the, you know, his wife's complaining that this guy is like, uh, comes home drunk from, uh, from uh, the Kiddush Club and so on. So the guy, the guy says, what do you mean? The latest reports show that it's good for you. That's the latest reports. He just, got, just came in, just got in. The latest report that it's, this is good for you. It's good for you. It's good for a person who's in control of himself to have a, a, a glesel of schnapps. That's very good. I personally don't care for it, but I know that there are people that do. And a glesel of schnapps is very good. And I grew up that after Shachris, everybody stood around the table, and they made a lechaim before they went to work, and they, had a, and they made, a, they made a, a shahakal and had a glesel of schnapps. And they went to work with one tiny little glesel. The one that poured the second one was already known in Shul as a shikha. <laughs> Plain and posh. He's already, he's already a shaker. And there were Jews. My father told me that he remembers there were Jews in, in, in his town in Europe that they were very, very poor and they were not uh, living healthy lives. And they went. They knew exactly who was making a tick in which shul, which stable, which bismedrus. They knew everybody's <laughs> yard sites. Everyone's yard sites. They knew. They knew when the rich person was making it. And they would, the, all the, they would come to that place that he makes a good tick and he puts out good stuff. It's interesting. This is a this is a tradition that that's, that survived the Holocaust. I mean, except uh, the the Gleslach have become glasses. So Avinu's He looks at the world. That's what the Baruch Hashem created the world. He, Hashem created a world that should fight against him. And again, the way of teaching that we that most of us learn growing up is that that's how we have to look at the world. That the world is God's enemy. The world is disgusting. 
It's the house of Terach. It's the palace of Terach. So Avraham was wondering, this glass of schnapps is below manhig? That's what it, God created it in order to make people who should be drunks? That's why God created this glass of schnapps. And, and, and that's why God created this, this piece of food that I should, that I should become, that I should become some, you know, some, some obese animal that sits around day and night dressing. That's why, you know, pushing, a, pushing away some old lady at the smorgasbord to get to the ribs or something. That's why God made this. And I'm not going into other tithers. I'm talking about the tithers that, that one can talk about in public, not the tithers that we don't talk about in public. That's why God created that. That, that, that's why Hashem created That I should go against him? That I should lose him? That I should forget that he exists? That I should rebel against him? It can't be that everything in the world is without God. It can't be that God doesn't exist in this glass of schnapps. It can't be that he doesn't exist in my wife. It can't be. That he doesn't exist in, the, in this taiva. It can't be that, that the world is God's enemy. Therefore, Avraham Vino is thinking, he's thinking about this. It must be that there's hidden in, in this world and everything, a koch of kedusha, of holiness. And that there's elokus, ha-machayim ha-havaisam. Vat-machayim must be that there's, that, 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 Everything contains God that gives life to all that exists. The because if not for the Lokus, nothing could exist even for a split second. Therefore, was was wondering his He was he was shocked. He was wondering. What's the tachlis of all of these things in my life? All the, of all this stuff in my life? Now he was raised in the house of Terach. Well, there, there was in the house of Terach, heaven and earth had no connection to one another, <coughs> and he had, and even his idols were physical, even his god was something of this world. So physical pleasures began to, to become idols. People began to worship the world, worship their tivus, their desires, which was part of the service of of, of paganism. To indulge in the craziest, sickest typhus. It always came together with paganism. Because the world itself became the point of worship. Like, why look at the world as an enemy? The world is my friend. The, the, the world becomes, over time, becomes an idol that I serve, that I worship. And that's the house that I've you know, grew up in. Tachlis Hashiflis. So Avraham couldn't understand what does he want me to do with this? Like, what's this world? It's and how am I supposed to serve him? 
And how am, I, how am I supposed to, to, to reveal him to the world? Now we begin to understand how Avon Vino's Indian was, that people were called Oyer Vishav, that people that were passing by his tent, that he would bring them in, and he would give them something to eat. It doesn't say that he gave them a, 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 a Project Inspire seminary, uh, seminar on, uh, on God's existence. It said he gave them something to eat. And he would ask them, do you, know who, do you know who created this? And he would teach them how to give thanks to the Creator. It doesn't say he gave them a, a shear when they walked in. He didn't stand around on a, on a, on a box someplace giving drushes. He had people coming, like we see, when, like we see in next week's parish. And he came, he, he, prepared, he prepared a very good meal. He was, busy, he was busy taking care of company. He prepared a very good meal. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't reach out to them and say, listen, Hever, and start talking about, about spiritual things and, have, and, have, and we have to stop eating. Just the opposite. When you look at Avram Avinu, he was busy. He was like a, he was cooking all the time. He was like a chef. He was, ta- he was taking care of people, giving them tea. He would give them tea, but he would say, he would bring together heaven and earth. Kainu shemayim v'aretz. Kainu shemayim v'aretz. So he was wondering about how, how am I supposed to do? It? What am I supposed to do with the world that you put me in? Because all I see is that the world is the world is a way of bringing people mamish down to the lowest place. That's what I see with the world. The world's disgusting because the world is making people disgusting. So the world must be disgusting. gazed upon him and appeared to him. V'ombalo and said to him, Anihu balhabir. Anihu balhabir. The world is not my enemy. Anihu balhabir. I'm the balhabir. I, I, in everything. Ani, ani. In the glass of schnapps, in the smoke of the concentration camp. Ani, ani. Anihu balhabir. Lays us upon the minay. V'atem is kulam. Ein malvado. Anihu Balhabira, Perish, Emes Nochan Hadover. Emes Nochan Hadover. It's true. And it's correct. Shanihu Amahavakol in Yone Elam Hazar. But I'm the one who gives existence, who creates and gives existence to all everything that is. And all of this was created for those who, who choose to be Oved Hashem. Shmi. Now there are things in this world that God created where He's telling us that the way to be Makadish His name is by looking at that and saying, no, this is not for me. For now, this is not for me, as the Tanya explains. That there are things that are Osir, and because it's Osir means, the word Osir means that it's, it's still in a state of being... <coughs> locked up, like Matir Asum, it's locked up and held back, where we don't know how to reveal the Elokus and, and everything. We don't know how. The time will come. But we don't know how. We don't understand how. And there are th- so there are things that Hashem is both created, when Evan Hashem has to look at that and to say, this is not permissible to me. It's also, It's still held back from me. And the way of serving Hashem at that moment is by hearing Hashem Baruch saying, this is not for now. This is not for now. This is not for you. It's not for now. But so Hashem tells Avram Avinu, 
It's not the way that you think. You, you, you're, you're a, you know, you, you graduated from, from, from Tarach's uh, home. It's not the way that you think. The way that you were taught. And the way that the world looks to you. Let's finish this. It's not the way that you that you think that it's that it's impossible to serve God with physical things, things of this world. Adarab. Hashem says just the opposite. Tachlis Why why aren't you an angel? Why aren't you a, why aren't you a malach? Why did Hashem bring you into into a physical world? Why did Hashem take you away from pure spirituality? Why why would he why would he have us live in such a world, in the guf with all of the tithes, where it's not just being in shul, it's not just being in, in base measures? Why? Adrab, tachlis habriya, hayashiyasku bnei yisrael binyanim asim l'shem shemayim. The tachlis of creation is to be kainei shemayim v'aris. Is lahamlech habayre? Is that Hashem is baruch? Is that Hashem is Baruch's Malchus is a Malchus Kol Olamim, all worlds. She asked me so bin Yonam Arzim Lashem Shemayim. Like the word that they that I always say from that the Chassidim say, it, uh, it says in Pesach Es Hashem Lokechatira that you should be God fearing. So the Chassidim would say S, you could eat S in Yiddish S and S you could eat, but Hashem Lokechatira. But remember, there's a God. That doesn't work. That's a proof that the correct pronunciation is S and not et. Because then it wouldn't work. You can't say this is right. Et. With me, et. She'asku b'nei Yisrael b'n yonim artsiyim l'shem shemayim. She'asku b'nei Yisrael b'n yonim artsiyim l'shem shemayim. V'yagbiyu v'yiroimimu was kol ha'artsiyus. Remember, Eretz Yisrael's gavo mikol ha'artsiyus. Eretz Yisrael. The artsius of a Jew, the Eretz of a Yisrael of a Jew, is Gavor. It's Gavor, it's very, very, very exalted. Mikol Haratzis. From all, from the whole way of Terach, of looking at the world. The Egbiyu of Yerimimu Kol Haratzis, that's the Tachlis, is to lift up. Kol Haratzis, Lamala Ha'al to the highest place. Lachnisam El HaKadosh Pnima. And to bring all of life, El HaKardash Prima, in, inside the Beis HaMikdash, which is exactly what the Beis HaMikdash was about. <coughs> One would have thought that the, that, that there, before, before Avram Avinu, the way of thinking, and what the Balshamtav saw that was happening, the separation between heaven and earth, is that there are certain places, you go to the bar, and the bar is, is purely for the drinking and the eating and the partying, and then, and then you, then you finished over there, and then you go to shul, which is purely for, for davening and for learning. That's not how the Beis Hamikdash was working. The Beis Hamikdash was filled with fleishings. The Beis Hamikdash was a was a place that was filled with this world. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful place, state of the art, mamish beautiful. <coughs> and the avoda was not avoda with, with physical <coughs> with physical reality. That's what it means, Lachnisam al-Hakoyedish Pnima. 
to bring everything and that's what Hashem told him. Go away from that way of thinking of the world. Go away from that way of looking at the world, of worshipping the world. Because that way is, is, of course, it's the enemy. That way of thinking. Meaning what? Go away. Go away from that way that you were used to, that you heard about, and that you saw in your father's house. To see the world as something disgusting, and all the pleasures as something which are disgusting, and therefore the one who indulges in those pleasures is just uh, disgusting. Go away from that way of, of thinking, that way of living. That is not the path of light. That is not where light is. That way of thinking that the world is a bira dolekes, that the world is just a, is a place that sets one's passions on fire and to take and takes them further and further away from Hashem. <laughs> Rather, the way of serving Hashem is <laughs> in everything in life, in everything that in your life, in all that exists, know Hashem. <laughs> and let all of your actions and everything that you do should be Lashem Shemaim, should be for the sake of heaven. Yeah? Rabbi said that the uh, Usser means that uh, certain things are created and they're not for now. But Usser also means there were certain things in this world that are not kosher, that are maybe for never. That's not, not going to change. Not, not going to go into that, and that's not true that it's not going to change. That's not true, and, that, that's, and that, that's part of the tikkun that's going to be when Mashiach comes. In the meantime, Chazal already tells us that for everything that exists, and as far as what's going to be... When Mashiach comes, and, and how, once, once we're on that level where we're able to, we're able to live everything in the way of Elokus, so then the world itself will be lifted to a higher place. So it doesn't mean that it's necessarily something which is forever, but we don't understand what that transformation means. But, yeah. So I've been went through a transition of being someone who's sympathizing, more. He went from from being a, what seems to be he, he traversed that from being a misnagid to a chassid. That's 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 the way the Rebbe is explaining it. But again, it doesn't mean what the, the term that we use nowadays, chassid uh, and But from being a misnagid to the world, to being a chassid of a Baruch not a chassid of the world, but a chassid of a Baruch And the and the aside of chassidus is kol masach l'shem shemay and that's why the Rebbe explains that's the first thing that Hashem Baruch said to Avraham Avinu is I want to show you the world in a new way. I want you to look at life. I want you to look at everything in life. Look at it from my perspective. That's what I'm saying. I want you to look at everything in your life. Let me show you the world. Don't let, the, don't let them show you the world. I'll show you the world. I want to show you the world. I'll be your tour guide. Don't listen to that tour guide. That the world is... I'm going to show you the world. The way that I show you the world, you'll become closer to me. If you let them show you the world, you're going to get further away from me. I'm going to be the tour guide. 
I'm going to show you the world, what it really is and how it could really be used. That's that's what that's what the Rebbe's saying. Yeah, it's just another minute we have to get ready for that. Yeah. Until now, we always learned that this way of bringing Shemayim and together was a chiddush of the Bashem. Now we see that it was something that predated by many. No, no. From the beginning, Mibrachis, it was it was explained. And I'll repeat over and over as we go through that the Balshemtov was, was the chiddush of the Balshemtov was not that he created that perspective; it's just that he saw that over time it was, it was, we were getting further and further away, and the Balshemtov was mechadish it. He renewed it, didn't create it. What the Balshemtov brought back was that which, and that's what the Rebbe is saying. That's lechlecha. He brought back to emphasize, to underline, and to emphasize the original way that that. that of Yiddishkeit. It's not something that was different. The Chiddush is not something that never was. It was. But over time, it was getting lost. Over the years, it was getting lost. That's the Chiddush. It's not something that wasn't. Yeah. We have to, we have to get it down. Sorry. Oh.